Today, the BRS MLCK Kavata was quizzed by the Enforcement Directorate officials for over nine hours in connection with the alleged Delhi excise policy scam case. 44-year-old Ms. Kavita arrived at the ED office amidst heavy presence of the police and paramilitary personnel. That was in the morning around 11.15 uh, uh, a.m. That's when the questioning began. She left the ED office just a little while ago around 8.10 p.m. And she's been asked to return for another round of questioning on the 16th of of March. Now, Ms. Kavita was summoned to join the probe on Thursday, but she wrote a letter seeking more time, citing her uh, protests that were scheduled in Delhi on Friday, seeking the introduction of the Women's Reservation Bill in Parliament. Her father, KCR, popularly known, Chandrasekhar Rao, popularly known as KCR, is a key opposition leader, and this has led to allegations against the BJP-led centre of them using or misusing central agencies to harass opposition leaders with, with false cases. Kavita's brother and uh, Telangana Minister K.T. Ramarao also came to Delhi yesterday, a day before his sister's questioning by the ED. KCR told party leaders that they would do, continue to fight to stop harassment by their rival BJP, as they claim the BJP is using central agencies. Kavita herself uh, told NETV that the BJP is trying to intimidate my leader, referring of course to her father, KCR, who is hoping for a third consecutive term in power in the state where assembly elections are due in just a few months. So those visuals there of uh, Kavita leaving uh, the ED office where Arvind is right now, those visuals of her leaving the ED office after nine hours of questioning, uh, a long day of questioning. Uh, what exactly uh, is the agency saying they have found out at the end of this questioning? What do you know about the questioning? What uh, questions were put forward to her? Did she have to meet with other um, witnesses or accused in this case? What can you tell us, Arvind? Kavita, after being questioned for almost nine hours by the Enforcement Directorate in connection with the money laundering investigation by the Enforcement Directorate, left Enforcement Directorate office sometime around 8 p.m. And what our sources are saying is that Kavita has been again summoned by the agency for second round of questioning on March 16th. So during questioning today, Kavita was asked to uh, submit all her phones. And then what our sources are saying is that because she didn't carry phones at that, at that particular point of time, Kavita uh, asked her secretary secretary to uh, bring her phones and then during the course of the questioning Kavita submitted the phones uh, though enforcement directorate sources say that Kavita has changed almost four phones uh, uh, since the FIR was registered by CBA what our sources say that Kavita promptly cooperating with the investigation complied with the direction of the agency and then she has submitted the phones that were available with her during the course of the investigation also very importantly our sources say that Kavita was confronted with Arun Ramachandra Pillai Arun Ramachandra Pillai uh, Hyderabad Hyderabad based businessman who is also an accused in this particular case has been arrested by the enforcement directorate and he is currently in the custody of the enforcement directorate and according to the enforcement directorate case Arun Ramachandra Pillai took almost 30% stake in Indo Spirits company and the agency claimed this particular 30% stake in the Indo Spirits company is not Arun, Chandra, Arun Ramachandra Pillai's stake but whereas Arun Ramachandra Pillai was just a frontman for Kavita it was Kavita's money that Arun Ramachandra Pillai invested and then took almost 30% stake from Indo Spirits which, uh, which, uh, which got the whole 
sales and liquor license in Delhi market and agency claimed that it was a political conspiracy between Kavita and the Ahmadmi party leaders through which Indo Spirits uh, uh, got the uh, wholesale liquor license and then Kavita along with uh, Makuntala Srinivas Reddy and Sarat Chandra Reddy made money, uh, got undue benefits uh, through this particular scam. That seems to be the case that the enforcement directorate is trying to build around uh, Kavita. So not just Kavita, not just Arun Ramchandra Pillai's statement, what we are also being told is that Kavita was also confronted with the recorded statement of Buchi Babu who is the auditor of Kavita. So because the questioning couldn't uh, end today and the agency is also planning to examine, forensically examine the phones that have been submitted by Kavita. That's why our sources say Kavita has again been summoned for second round of questioning on March 16th. Alright, so two big takeaways there from Marvin's uh, response there. So the ED sees Kavita's phone and that they've interrogated her reportedly together along with um, the Hyderabad-based businessman Arun Ramachandra Pillai. But Arvind, uh, Kavita has already been questioned earlier, but she's still not uh, an accused. She's not named in this case as an accused. Is that correct? Yeah, uh, Sarah, in CBS affair, Kavita is not a named accused. Uh, that's why CBA, when CBA first issued a summons, that was uh, uh, she was called as a witness to depose before CBA. But in the enforcement directorate case, uh, uh, Kavita can be seen as an accused because in the recent remand applications that have been filed by enforcement directorate against uh, Arun Ramachandra Pillai or even to that matter, Manish Sisodia, the former Delhi Deputy Chief Minister, who is also in, currently in the custody of enforcement directorate, they have clearly named that Kavita as an active person who played a vital role in, uh, in, uh, in as part of the South group which secured which almost 60% of the Indo Spirits uh, company which in, uh, subsequently has uh, which subsequently awarded with the uh, wholesale liquor license based on the conspiracy between Kavita and the Ahmadmi party and that's where uh, now enforcement directorate summoned her as an accused and they have recorded a statement as an accused so in the enforcement directorate case let's let's be clear that Kavita is an accused but in the CBS case as of this moment Kavita has not been charged seated as an accused as of this moment. Sarah. Distinction, uh, good point there. Thanks so much, uh, Arvind, for that. We'll come back to you. So, uh, K. Kavita, question for nine hours. Summoned again now on the 16th. So, are we fighting corruption here or is this just vendetta politics? That's a big question on left, right and centre. Joining us now, Ravulla Sridhar Reddy, senior leader of BRS, chairman of the Telangana State Education and Welfare Infrastructure Development Corporation. Thanks for your time. Rachna Reddy, also spokesperson of the BJP, and uh, senior advocate, uh, Smita Gupta, senior journalist, and Reena Gupta, national spokesperson of the Ahmadmi Party. Of course, all the surnames, uh, double, uh, two Guptas and two Reddy. So best of luck to this conversation. Hopefully, we'll all uh, get to make our points. But Mr. Reddy, uh, Ravulashtri, the Reddy, um, nine hours of questioning. But yesterday, KCR had claimed that uh, Ms. Kavita would be arrested. That hasn't happened. She's merely been questioned so far. Your response? See, we, we always uh, have cooperated with the investigating agencies, though all these cases are uh, fabricated and our leaders are falsely implicated in this case. While we have already said many a times, Kavita ji has no role in this particular case. This is only a political, a political vigilant, a politically motivated case. Till now, in the last, because this is an election year, we know before uh, Modi and Amit Shah comes to our state for campaigning, definitely ED, CBI and IT will come. Till date, 13 leaders, our ministers, MLAs and few of our MPs were raided by ED as well IT. They have been harassed. There were many cases booked, but there is no evidence found. 
even in this case till date no evidence is found nowhere the information is clear everything is you know on papers all the losses are imaginary so again this case also will you know definitely we will come out clean in this case also so this investigation uh, questioning all this will go on till the elections are over because wherever bjp is not in power they make they made it a, a modest probably they are working you know questioning the uh, calling the opposition leaders to ed questioning or you know framing cbi cases or id raids you know this is this is what is expected and it's happening in our state as our honorable chief minister said yesterday we are ready to face it we have the confidence on the judicial system we have the confidence on the you know constitution definitely we will face all these we will cooperate with the investigative agencies we will come out clean in this all right so uh, ms rachna reddy so you have uh... Uh, Mr. Reddy saying that this will continue till the elections come up. Now, interestingly, we had Manish Sodia also in the same uh, agency office being questioned at the same time. You have Tejasvi Yadav who was given a summons to uh, be, come before and present himself before the CBI in the land for jobs uh, scam case also today. Interestingly, when that scam is alleged to have happened, which is, I think was 2004 or 2009, Tejasvi Yadav would have been 14 and then in 2009 would have been 19 years old. What's going on to the the fact that every other politician in this country seems to be corrupt or seems to be having some charges being investigated against them uh, everyone except uh, the bjp see here is the thing uh, sara i mean uh, from from what mr uh, sridhar reddygar also stated i mean the narrative uh, that has been continuously carrying on for the last few days weeks or months is that the continuous narrative that is almost spammed i should say at this point is that it's the bharatiya janata party against the rest of the world or the rest of the political parties but not once does any of this opposition so called opposition uh, leader or politician facing allegations do they come out and state that these allegations against me this solid evidence against me is not true or rather this solid uh, come out and prove that that evidence against you is not true i mean because if you look at this entire liquor no, policy ready just said also, that they maintaining all along that it's not true exactly then why is there so much of hard evidence against uh, miss kavita or anybody else in the liquor policy scam what is I the mean, hard evidence see, what is the, the here is the thing the enforcement director uh, the enforcement directorate or the cbi they have come up with the entire uh, checkered history of what happened since uh, uh, january 2021 along with the phones allegedly destroyed again i'm a lawyer and and i'll use the word allegations only innocent until proven guilty so the alleged innocent until proven guilty i'm just hold that thought i think the point here is what you have just um, pointed out that the opposition is made, is claiming that they are innocent there's no proof uh, there's nothing against them you are claiming that that's not true but the point is in all these years these cases don't seem to reach an end satender jain is has been in jail for now over a year isn't the process the punishment in the end we don't know what is Sarah, when are these cases going to end due process due process of law in india takes time i mean even if you look at a very very heinous and sensitive case like nirbhaya in spite of all the criticisms etc it took 8 years to punish them after several uh, after several rounds 
the due process of law and especially the criminal law question in India you, is very Ma'am, in this case, time. the question Anna. to you is why are Anna. there cases only against every other opposition leader in this country? Give me a second. I'm going to, I think these uh, details. Congress, Anna. six Anna. charges. Ahmadmi Party, two. RJD, four. Shiv Sena, Udav Thakre, Shiv Sena, two. NCP, Four members of the NCP have cases against them. The BRS have two members of the BRS have cases against Anna. them. TMC has seven. JMM, Himan Sorin. Uh, 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 National Conference, one. Every single opposition party, ma'am, seems to be having some case of the other. Everyone is corrupt and anti-national except for the BJP. The Bharatiya Janta Party, Anna. okay, there is another claim that seems, uh, that seems to be coming. That once... Anybody takes on or 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 enters the Bharatiya Janata Party, everything is whitewashed. I'm that glad you true. mentioned that. There are, huh? I'm glad yes, you I'm mentioned sorry. that. I have not mentioned that. That is a claim that is coming again and again, and I've done this Hello. for the last two days. Coming that is a claim that is on. coming again and again, but that is not true. There are several Bharatiya Janata Party leaders who have okay, come from the one. opposition. Name and one, like who, ma'am? Presently in the party, the party leader, are please. facing allegations. Ma'am, like who? And the due process like who? is continuing. Like whom? Who are, who are these leaders, ma'am? Mr. Himant Hiswar Sharma, the case against him has not gone. Chief Minister of Assam? The case against him has not gone away. The, the case against him is... It's still there. So why is he allowed? Why should hold on? Let's get in there. Okay, Mr. Reddy, I'll come to you. Why should Manish Sisodia step down if there are cases against him? But Himanta Bishwasarma can continue. Let's get Reena Gupta. Please come in over here. Mr. Reddy, I'll just come back to you. Sarah, this is nothing but the desperation of Mr. Modi. He wants to convert this democracy of this country, beautiful democracy, into an autocracy. And since the time he has come to power, there has been a fourfold increase in ED cases. And this is all hard data, Sarah. It's all out in the public domain. Fourfold uh, increase in ED cases. 95% of those cases are against opposition leaders. The conviction rate is less than 1%. So what you can is... Since you've come to power, you have gone on a witch hunt against opposition leaders. And not a single Bharatiya Janata Party leader is behind bars. Mr. Hemanta Vishwasharma is an excellent example. Let's look at the chronology of Mr. Hemanta Vishwasharma. July 2015, Sarah. July 2015, Bharatiya Janata Party releases a booklet called Water Supply Scam. Yeah. I did not release that booklet. Bharatiya yeah. Janata Party released that booklet. Water supply scam in Guwahati. Yes. Hemant Vishwa Sharma, number one accused. This is July 2015. 25th August 2015. Less than a one month later, Mr. Hemant Vishwa Sharma joins Bharatiya Janata Party. <coughs> After that, he has not even been called once by ED or by CBI. Absolutely. So the case goes how cold. Can you... And these are people who were called corrupt by BJP, not by opposition leader. Until they switched over. And the list is long. And he's Himanta not alone. Suvendu Adhikari, Mukul Roy, Roy, all of them. Suvendu Adhikari, all of these people from opposition, you threaten them, yeah, yeah. you get them to join Bharatiya Janata Party, and they yeah. become Raja Harishchand overnight. Now, let's talk about the case against Mr. Mani Sisodia. For one year, you have been questioning Mr. Mani Sisodia. 
you look at the charge sheet you look at the supplementary charge sheet money sisodia's name is not even there you look you have not proved any money trail no quid pro quo you have nothing against money sisodia hmm. zero recovery you are saying 10000 crore scam do you even know how many zeros are there in 10000 crore why is it that has been not a I recovery wanna, of single paisa i want to get in smita gupta smita however, gupta there let me just complete my last point however in karnataka we saw two days ago there was a cash recovery of of a, of 8 crore why did the ed and cbi not go there why did they not arrest Because the leader out on bail again because they busy with all these the cases why did they go there i challenge the bharatiya janata party spokesperson to name one bharatiya janata party leader who is behind bar for any ed or cbi case okay i want to bring in smita gupta smita over here uh, is this a case of so much has been said about the cbi being a cage parrot singing to its master's tunes but the point is are we to believe that every opposition leader in all political parties uh, except for the bjp are corrupt therefore their leaders belong in jail and as miss reddy points out the point is these cases don't seem to reach an end there's no conclusion to them as far as we know at least like in satender jain's case now we don't know how long manisha sodia is going to be in jail um because both sides one side says they're innocent the other side says they're guilty but we never know because the cases don't seem to come to an end the process is the punishment there is no side it it is the prosecution against the people accused and due process does take time in in criminal law in hold on in hold on as well as in india hold so on. it is absolutely this my argument miss ready hold on i want smita gupta to come in my argument is in response to you saying that they are saying they're innocent there's so much evidence but we don't know because none of these cases ever wind exactly, up exactly exactly that has so, to be proven so in, in a court of law are they so so instead of crying wolf so instead of crying wolf that they are targeting us or persecuting us why is there even any evidence against you i mean if there is no smoke why is there if uh, if there is no fire why is there smoke? because the evidence ma'am as they would point out just doesn't disappear overnight you. as shivsena in, says or as manish sodia has been saying that if he switched over to the bjp he claims these charges would completely disappear just like that dossier against himanta biswa sarma seems to have disappeared Anyway please I want to bring in uh, Smita Gupta she's been waiting patiently go ahead Smita Yeah I mean apart from the fact that speakers before me have pointed out that 95 as many as 95% of those who are being tried under ED CBI etc are from the opposition uh, seems very odd to anybody who looks at the figures it is not it is impossible that the BJP uh, you know all BJP leaders are clean but apart from that I want to also explain how the the rules under which the ed uh, the enforcement directorate functions have been tightened in recent times for instance any statement that is made before an investigating officer under the prevention of money laundering act which is one of the laws under which the ed works is admissible in a court of law whereas under other laws any statement made to a policeman is not admissible in a court of law and we know what what could happen and there is, there is a reason why it is not admissible in a court of law in other cases so fascinating that is all offenses under the prevention of money laundering act are non bailable the and this kavita has been questioned under the pmla prosecutor 
So, so you are using a set of laws which makes it uh, the, the whole process much tougher than people tried under other kinds of laws. Then more recently, they have um, the government has um, you know categorized a, a number of people as politically exposed persons, mm. and they said that banks will need to maintain detailed records of senior bureaucrats, judicial and military officers, and politicians. Uh, so that that in a way is All a right. encroachment into your privacy, isn't it? Why should Absolutely. the government? We All right. That. All right. So we uh, this story is not going away. No, Kavita, who is being questioned under the PMLA, I'm going to have to come back to you. We have another important story that I want to touch upon on left, right, and center. She's been summoned again on the 16th. So we will be focusing on this story. It's not going away anywhere. Thank you all for joining us on left, right, and center.